the shadow aspect of things because it's becoming a buzzword. You're you're seeing it everywhere. There's books. There's people are talking about it on podcasts. Like it's everywhere, and definitions of it will shift. But the one that's really resonant for me, it's like the part of myself that needs love the most. It's the part of myself that I was afraid to look at that I didn't want to honor was a part of me that I've repressed. And the more you repress it and try to stuff it down and pretend like it's not there, the more it's going to express unconsciously through rage, through jealousy, through, um, yeah, just dishonorable behavior, maybe respect and, and love and reverence <clears throat> for the men who are saying yes to this, because it, it's just so easy to not do this. It's mm. so easy to distract yourself and to numb out and to just keep doing what you've been doing, even if it's creating immense suffering, even if you're experiencing a shit ton of resistance, it's just easier to not do this stuff because this matrix, this reality we find ourselves in has done everything it can to keep you from doing that, to keep you in the comfort and the convenience and to get addicted to suffering, addicted to mediocrity, addicted to being a, a tiny fraction of yourself. So to take radical responsibility and to come out of victimhood and to take charge of your own life is, is a really beautiful, courageous, honorable thing. Welcome to Masculine Mastery a show dedicated to helping men open their hearts, rise into their greatness, and liberate their most alive, awakened, and authentic selves. My name is Christopher August, and I invite you to join me each week alongside some of today's most respected thought leaders, where we'll be diving deep into a wide range of topics to support the evolution of masculinity and the consciousness of this planet. All right, we are back for another episode of Masculine Mastery with my brother, Sean Graves, who was on episode two, who is a co-creator in all of these different experiences that we are putting together for men and all of the brothers around the globe. We have a upcoming program, which we'll talk about perhaps later at the end of the episode, Man to Man, which is an eight-week somatic coaching program designed to help men awaken their authentic masculine expression. And we are fucking pumped for this. And I'm so excited to dive in and to really showcase this container and bring it out into the world because it really has a lot to offer for all of the men that are going through some shit right now that are struggling, that are having sort of this dark night and uh, perhaps are feeling a little bit directionless, a little bit purposelessness, powerless. You know, this is the container and we're going to bring our multiple years of expertise together, working with men, being in this realm, coaching and all of that and bring it into one space to really create healing and transformation for all that enter. So that is a long introduction, but welcome my brother. Appreciate you being here. Oh, thank you, man. And I just want to throw in here. I just, I really appreciate you and the person that you are and, and doing this podcast, like getting this opportunity as men to, to go into our hearts, to have a conversation like this. I know we're going to go to a deeper place today. And, you know, for me, when I was really at maybe more of the beginning or, you know, during really tough periods of my awakening or my transformation or me remembering who I am again, 
and and letting go of the things that are no longer me are not authentically me yeah the dark night of the soul period which you know everything comes in waves so you have a lot a lot of different deaths and rebirths as part of this process right and i know that i could have really used a, a space like this like a podcast to tune into like this to to see other men going into their hearts to to share and express what they're moving through um because that is it's so important to have that so i just i appreciate being here today with you to have a, a conversation like that and just man a, a lot of love out there to to all the brothers who are you know walking this path who are saying yes to themselves who are going through that healing journey uh because it's fucking gnarly and it's and it's chaotic and it's there's so much fear that gets brought up and the softening of the heart you know for a term that sounds kind of cushy maybe uh you really have to go through a serious initiation when you decide to do that when you decide to take down your armor bring the walls down and show up as yourself it is it is a serious initiation i, I know you know all about mm. that yeah i mean it's the proverbial death and rebirth process that we all go through time and time again it doesn't really end it's just a cycle it's a circle you know it's a sphere that we're traveling through and you know this is a part of the opening of the heart you know so much of our of our existence we spend with our hearts closed and we don't really understand what it means to live with an open heart. You know, all of the buried emotions and energy and traumas and wounds and all of the things that we've experienced throughout our lives contribute to the building of these walls. And it's our duty, the way I see it, it's our duty to go through and sift through all of the layers that are clouding the sun that is always shining, that's always there, but it's really just peeling all of that back like an onion to get to that core. And mm -hmm. that is truly, um, you know, a very courageous, very intense, very powerful, mm -hmm. very transformative journey that those that take it and those that step into the fire are rewarded with the gems on the other side. And yeah. really, I think the conversation that we're set up to have today uh, is really moving from shadow to light, moving yeah. from this place of darkness, from this place of pain in which we've all experienced and we've gone through. And perhaps right now you listening to this are experiencing that. But really yeah. the quest that Sean and I have embarked on personally and also together is to really help not only ourselves move through this journey with grace and more acceptance, but also to help other men that are going through this right now and coming together in this space. And so, yeah, it's, it's really, uh, it's really such a powerful process and I'm excited to break this down for you or with you, I should say. So mm. yeah, where, you know, I guess, you know, in our first episode, if you haven't listened to that, you know, just a preface, listen to episode two, it was, and this is all about kind of the opening of this closed heart and, and what it takes to open the heart. But I want to dive a little bit deeper now into, um, yeah, perhaps the, the shadow that some mm. of us experience and some of the things that, uh, you know, again, you might be experiencing in this very moment and what that journey looks like to transmute. And you've heard 
shadow work perhaps, but what mm-hmm. does it mean? What is shadow? What is shadow work? And, and really what is this process like? Yeah. Wow. Where to start with that? So yeah, just real quick, I want to highlight, you know, I have so much respect and, and love and reverence <clears throat> for the men who are saying yes to this because it, it's just so easy to not do this. It's so mm. easy to distract yourself and to numb out and to just keep doing what you've been doing, even if it's creating immense suffering, even if you're experiencing a shit ton of resistance, it's just easier to not do this stuff. And our world makes it very easy and convenient to not do this stuff. So to take radical responsibility and to come out of victimhood and to take charge of your own life uh, is is a really beautiful, courageous, honorable thing because this matrix, this reality we find ourselves in has done everything it can to keep you from doing that, to keep you in the comfort and the convenience and to get addicted to suffering, addicted to mediocrity, addicted to being uh, a tiny fraction of yourself and to just being glued to the shiny things going on out there. So to walk this path, to take that radical responsibility, to do the shadow work, to open your heart says a lot about you and your soul and what you're here for. And I know that conversations like this can awaken parts of you that maybe you didn't realize were there and maybe can even be a catalyst for men who maybe necessarily weren't so much on that path, but something in the frequency, the the energy of these words that we're that we're using, uh, hits them deep in the heart and plants a seed of some kind. So that's like my intention of what we're doing with this podcast and all the experiences that we're holding and um, the containers that we're creating. But uh, and getting back to shadow work, um, this definition has evolved for me a lot. Uh, over the years, I used to have this concept of good and evil, right? Like I remember watching Star Wars and these these Hollywood movies growing up. It's like good versus evil. You have the villain and you have the hero. I always, as many of us men did, wanted to be the hero, wanted to be the guy that saves the day, that got the glory that everyone looks up to. And and you know the Darth Vader archetypes were like you know the evil force that you have to battle against to prove yourself or whatever. And now when I'm recognizing more than ever, it's like the shadow is part of the equation. The shadow is you. The dark part is you. And that is the part that you have not accepted, that you have not acknowledged, the part that you've made separate from yourself. I couldn't possibly be that. I couldn't have that level of evil, which is exactly why when people trigger the shit out of us, it's like, what is it in them that I'm seeing that's making me feel this way that I'm not acknowledging that I have also? Mm. And that's really hard to do. And so the the, the shadow aspect of things, because it's becoming a buzzword. You're, you're seeing it everywhere. There's books. There's people are talking about it on podcasts. Like it's everywhere. And definitions of it will shift. But the one that's really resonant for me, it's like the part of myself that needs love the most. It's the part of myself that I was afraid to look at, that I didn't want to honor was a part of me that I've repressed. And the more you repress it and try to stuff it down and pretend like it's not there, the more it's going to express unconsciously through rage, through jealousy, through, um, yeah, just dishonorable behavior maybe, or, or, um, yeah, like there's a lot of different expressions of it. Uh, maybe you're, you're doing shit that like no one else knows and you know, it's out of integrity, but 
only you know is only you know that you're doing it and so it's like okay uh, you know it's it's all right i'm gonna pretend like it's not there but still do it every now and then so shadow yeah again it's like it's the part that is is that you've made separate from yourself that's trying to come back into wholeness that's trying to receive the light of your awareness and your love to be integrated to become part of the whole again to be accepted and not pushed away Mm. that that's kind of what is there anything you want to add to that because that's what's most live for me with the shadow stuff right now no i think i think you nailed it i think everything you said really was uh in deep resonance with with me and and were you know in similar ways in which i would define it and the only thing mm. that i would add to that is um you know i talk a lot about shadow work i i work a lot with the darkness and i i use it as a tool for helping me to discover more of who I am. And I've had some people message me and say, well, you know, why are you talking about the shadow and darkness all the time? You're talking about challenge. I'm like, this is a part of the human experience, but Mm -hmm. well, it can be easy. Well, it can be. And this is the point of really that I want to make is that yes, there's a level where you can get to within yourself. The more that you go through this, that it can be more of a game and you could take that observer effect, but the human experience, we signed up for this, this fucking journey in this game because we want to discover both aspects of, of consciousness, which is Mm -hmm. light and dark. That's Mm -hmm. what it is. And so, and of course, ultimately it all bridges up to the light, but you can't learn about your light unless you experience the darkness. Mm -hmm. You know, that's really the most powerful teacher there is. And so for the shadow and to address that and to look at that, it's, it's a beautiful process. And the more that you can come into it with awareness, with presence, it can really, really show you, it can sharpen you, it can make you into a more powerful uh, version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let's also add, as you know, and, and you teach a lot with the Gene Keys, it's like every all of these shadows are really just disguised gifts that are waiting to be seen by you and alchemized by you so that the gift can express itself through you. So every shadow that presents itself, you can be sure and you can know with absolute certainty that there is an amazing gift on the other side of that waiting for you. So it's like these are these are part of this spiritual remembrance, this like, okay, yes, there's these repressed parts of me, the shadowy things that feel dark and heavy that like I want to stay away from, but actually they're so necessary because they're the things that are going to bring through the gifts that are going to help us to manifest and create and, and be in our highest desires that life is trying to live through us. So it's like the shadow has to be part of it. It has to be talked about. It's the thing that people like to steer away from and, and stay in like the higher realms of, of you know, co-creation and, and manifesting. But you can't do that without the shadow aspect of it. You just can't. Absolutely. And in the, you know, Gene Keys is a perfect example is why I'm in love with that body of work and that system is because it does address that there is a shadow there. There is unconscious fear within the system that's been imprinted to us or within us. And from that standpoint, we are able to then unlock the gifts through that. And, you know, this is a point that I made the other day when I did a video, I was saying, you know, there's so many people that have reached the fucking pinnacle of success and their potential in, in this life. And, you know, you, you have deep reverence and respect for these people, but you know, the shit 
that you know the pain, the challenges, the struggles, the obstacles, that everything they've had to go through to reach this level of greatness. This didn't fucking come overnight. This 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 was a process of refinement. This was a process of actually coming and dropping down to my knees and testing my yeah. character yeah. and testing the heart. And so yeah. that's what this is all about. And really, again, if we didn't want to have this experience, we wouldn't have signed up to be human. We would have just stayed at a soul level and experienced mm. what is light, what is all encompassing, what is what is our highest level of consciousness. But we drop down to these lower levels of density to be able to experience this dichotomy and this duality that we're all here uh, experiencing together as individuals and as a collective. Yeah, we're playing a game essentially. It's like it's it's a lot of philosophers, a lot of some of the wisest people of our times. You know, they all say, you know Albert Einstein. I'm remembering his quote right now. It's like reality is a, is an illusion, albeit a persistent one. So it's like we're playing this game. We're in this illusion where, that has a set of rules, and it's duality, right? It's good, it's good and bad. It's light and dark. It's it's polarity. It's opposites, and we're just exploring all of it. And the villains in your life, they're playing a role. They're a character in the in the movie that is you, that is your life. And they're helping you to recognize and actually perceive what joy is, what love is, all the good things, all of the all the feel-good things. The the villain characters and the evil that you see out in the world is helping you to get more of a sense of what that is. Cause without the polarity, you'd have no fucking clue what love is, because it just is. You know? So it's like we're really learning this process through duality so you, the the more you come to terms with this the more you stop judging things as good and bad and you can just see it for what it is the game that we're playing the rules that we all agree to to come in and have this experience and play this game together so this this the more we can understand the mechanics of of our of of this reality right it's like the more peace you can have because it's it's the judgments that fuck us up. It's the judgments of like this is right, this is wrong. You're right, you're wrong. Is it, it, it creates division. It it puts us further into the illusion. We become more of our dream character that we think we're playing the role of, and it puts us further to sleep. And so like these conversations and what we're learning more and more is like to to let go or to see our own judgments, right? And that that's a big part of what I wanted to to talk about today and what's been really coming up for me and what's been really showing itself. Um, so I don't know if there's anything you want to add to that piece at all, but that that's really a lie for me right now. All right. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to add something to that. Speaking of shadows, actually just experiencing some deep shadow work as Sean and I actually had to actually push the pause button on our podcast because a guy was going around with a leaf blower around my house and there was a lot of repressed anger that was wanting to be shown and seen. So here I am expressing my frustration and anger. And so the point being is that when we repress and suppress whatever it is we're feeling, in this case, anger, we are denying ourselves a part of ourselves that is naturally there. And in this anger, this is the thing that I think you were talking about, brother, is that we're labeling the anger, in this case, good or bad. Most people would say it'd be negative or bad, but it's just an emotion. It becomes negative in a sense when we begin to stuff it into our bodies, which then mm. thus manifests as physical disease, which then manifests as mental, emotional disturbances and turbulence within ourselves. And so 
you know, so many people play the, the spiritual card per se and, and, and call themselves connected and enlightened or whatever it is. But it's like, unless you do this work, unless you actually address both aspects of yourself and not bypass it, you can't really claim this as, you know, a way of being because really this true spiritual work in the world is addressing all aspects of self. That's what it really comes down to for me. And I think what we're all here to do is to express who we are in any given moment and allow that to come through. The problem is, is that when we're children, we are told not to express. So what do we do? We are expressive beings. I watch my three-year-old son have a tantrum and I allow him to express this tantrum, even if it triggers the deepest inner child wounds as he's expressing this he's moving that energy and then what happens boom he's laughing and playing the next minute and as children i know me and i'm sure you can probably attest to this and many other people is that our parents it would trigger something in their own inner child and they would say no stop doing that this is not right go to your room, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. they would get angry about the situation. Then over time, all we do is just start covering that up, covering that up, especially men, especially men being told not to cry or not be a pussy or a bitch or whatever it is and fucking man up, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. the mantra that's just told to our boys. And the more that happens, the more we're covering up that heart space, the more we're, we're continuing yeah. to create those tur- that turbulence and, and inner blockages and barriers that we've created within ourselves. So this work is fucking important, man. It is, man. And it's just, it was so perfect that this guy with the leaf blower, weed whacker, whatever it was, comes in when we're talking about this. And like, that's such a funny, cool thing about life is like, it does shit like that. It speaks to you in that way. Yeah, it mirrors mirrors the thing right to you. And it was just so funny to like see your face and see that anger come up, like that deep rage of like this motherfucker is interrupting this podcast, taking me out of my flow. And that's real. And that's there. And you could pretend like it's not. And you could be like, all right, go back to the podcast. Like pretend like it's okay. But it was such a great opportunity for you to be like, say on the podcast, like, hey, I'm fucking pissed right now that this guy's interrupting and he's got a leaf blower and it's pissing me off and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that it's awesome i love that that showed up and yeah like the the part that i'm wanting to speak to today is like kind of similar to what you're saying it's the it's the judgment of the shadow your your story of what the shadow is because a lot of times the story is gonna is bringing in really deep feelings of shame and guilt and victimhood of some kind. And I know for me, when my deepest shadows come up, uh, the thing that keeps it going and the and keeps it repressing and cycling and sh- like, like everyone knows, right? We see thing, we see the same issues showing up again and again and again, and we're like, why the fuck does that keep happening? And it's because of the story, the way we're judging the thing. It's like if you have a habit you don't like, like I'll just name some from a vulnerable place. Like when I was broke and homeless and living out of my car, which I talked about in the last episode, but like I was doing shit that was so out of character for me coming from a place of scarcity. I was like stealing shit from grocery stores because I thought I, w- I was so in survival. And in the moment it was, it was okay because I thought I needed to do that. But then like I 
I had so much shame around that. And I'm like, wow, I'm such a shitty person. Like what kind of guy does that? Blah, blah, blah. And then like same with, you know, if you, if you're addicted to watching porn and you try to commit to say, you're not going to do that anymore. And then all of a sudden you watch it, you have a moment of weakness or a moment of not even weakness. You just, you, you snap into that habit. Like something's coming up that's uncomfortable. That's trying to be felt. And you're like, nope. And you go to the normal thing that takes you away from that, the distraction and, for a, a lot of men, I know that's pornography. And so like when I was doing that, um, and then, it, and then it was done with for however long that would go for, um, I would be like, wow, I'm a piece of shit. Like, wow, I'm so out of integrity with myself. And that shame and that guilt was the thing that kept the shadow there, that kept me doing the things that took me away from feeling what needed to be felt. Mm. And instead of just being neutral and observing and being like, wow, I'm in this pattern right now. It's not good or bad. I'm doing this thing because I'm avoiding some kind of feeling that's trying to come up. Like holding yourself in that way and starting to really be present to the judgment that's going on after you do the thing that maybe that feels out of integrity for you. Like that's a really important piece I'm noticing right now. 100%. 100%. It's all about the judgment. And, you know, I think, th I think it's a, it's practice, it's repetition to get to the point where like you become that observer in the sense of like, okay, I'm doing this mm -hmm. right now. I'm experiencing this. I'm feeling this, whatever it is to name it, to actually name it, right? Like whatever yeah. that might be. And once you name it, you disarm it in many ways. And I, and mm -hmm. towards the end of this, this conversation today, I'll, I'll give a process that I use with all of my clients and just people in general when it comes and even myself, when it comes to working somatically and, and processing this, but you know, really the point being that you made is, is the judgment around that, which really carries the, the heaviness and the frequency that keeps us stuck. Yeah. And when we can just see it as like, Hey, this shit's happening. I'm experiencing this. You know, I might not like this, that I do this, but, but I'm experiencing right now and, and that's okay. I will give myself forgiveness and grace for that. And, and the more that you do that, the more you stop doing whatever it is that you don't want to do anyways, it just happens yeah. over time. Yeah. You know, it takes a little while to dissipate that energy, but over time it just continues to, to kind of just fall away piece by piece. Yeah. And what's showing up for me right now around this is like really where it comes from is for most men anyways, like our dads, you know, mm, and, yep. and and they, they learned it from their dads. It's like when you did something that was out of line or something they didn't like, they yelled at you, they, they reprimanded you, they, they maybe smacked the shit out of you a little bit, whatever it was like that generation, just that was their way of dealing with it. Like the anger and like the, the frustration and their unresolved stuff would come out and make, make you feel super wrong and like shake their finger at you and be like, no, you don't do that ever. And, and not just dads, but like all adults in general. Like all when, adults. I was a kid, when I was a kid, adults, oh my God. Like I'll always remember that this time in second grade, I made a joke and it was the first, it was like when dare first came on the scene, right? Like it was the first dare class ever at that point that in the nineties. And there was this like kind of big cop guy that was teaching the class, probably his first ever teaching a class like that, I would imagine. And I made a joke. I'm trying to remember what the joke was. It was something around, he was talking about like, sometimes you need to be hurt for your own good, like a sh getting a shot, things like that. And I said something about like the doctor squeezing your nads, you know, like trying to be funny and everyone laughed and he came over and grabbed me by the shirt, pulled me out of the chair 
brought me outside, slammed me against the lockers, and he's like, don't you ever try to take over my class. This is my class. You keep your mouth shut and you don't disrespect me. And dude, that was like the first time in my life as as a little human that I was like, wow, I can say things that big humans don't like and they can physically hurt me. And I have no, I, I can't do anything about it. All that to say like ad- adults, that's the way they handled their anger and they made you feel wrong. You know, it, there's a million other ways you can handle that. But like this concept of right or wrong comes from what we learned as children. So it's like, we're doing the same thing to ourselves. We're doing the same thing our dad or those coaches or adults in our lives did to us to me. Like, you're a bad person. You're a bad boy. Mm. And we're doing that same thing to our inner child, to our act, to ourselves. And the more aware you become on this journey of high, of expanding your awareness, you start to see holy shit, I've been treating myself like that, the way that my dad did or the way that these adults in my life when I was a kid did. And then it starts to bring in like compassion, like, whoa, I, I don't ever want to treat myself like that. I hated that when I was a kid. I, I always, like the guilt and the shame that these adults would make me feel when I was a little boy that didn't know better, like that wasn't cool. And yet here I am doing it to myself. So it's like we're we're learning this process and we're learning that that, unconscious thing that we the way we treat ourselves and it's it was never us it's not who we are now and that's where the compassion and the grace and the love for yourself plays such an important role in this whole Mm. thing no it truly does and like your example of the cop and all of that like well first of all if that happened these days we'd fucking have a lawsuit on his hand like that people would get away with that shit way different now yeah um (laughs) but you know, you know, someone like that, you know, is a perfect example actually, because that's somebody who, whose own inner child has been hurt by his, his or her parents or whoever raised him. Mm -hmm. And he's projecting that anger, which has been repressed onto a boy, probably the same age that he was feeling the Mm -hmm. same exact way. And so the cycle continues, right? It's this sort of ego dominance control fucking aspect that, you know, so many people live in. It's like, I must dominate, I must control. And this is just the fucking narrative that, that goes around, but that's because it's been programmed into us at such a, and it's like, I have to protect myself. I have to defend myself, you know, and the, the world is an unsafe place. The, the, I don't feel safe in myself and all of Mm -hmm. these narratives that we play out within ourselves. And then it gets to those breaking points where you have a little boy who's saying something to this person and then boom, it snaps, boom, all of that unsafety, all of those wounds just get fucking flooded in that process and directed towards that person, that situation, whatever it is. But when you're able to, and the point being is when you're able to fully recognize what you're feeling in the moment, you're able to be able to identify it and then you're able yeah. to express it. However that looks, you don't have to get to the situation where it fucking boils up over time, time, time yeah. and again, and then you're expressing it and it's out in a way that's extremely fucking unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And that's something that I think, you know, our parents, um, are that generation, you know, didn't always have the tools for and, no. you know, didn't have the for, the resources or anybody telling them because, you know, that generation even before that, then our grandparents, you know, it was a very hardened time. It's like stay in line, do this. And of course, everything mm. is learned and passed down. 
But I think the beautiful thing about, you know, I'm 35 and you're about to be, and you know, this sort of talent in the millennial generation is that I feel like a lot of the reason that we're here right now is to break these cycles and to fucking dismantle some of the bullshit that's been perpetuated within the realm of just the world in general. And then you have our, you know, my son who I feel they're here to be those, the builders, right? We're tearing the, the, the ship down and they're kind of building <laughs> it back up in a way, but so I know true. I've diverged a little bit, but just wanted to share that. Yeah. You know, I like, I like looking at it that way. Cause it's, you're, we're all playing a really beautiful, big role in evolution right now, mm-hmm. generationally. And even for those, you know, my father's age in their 50s and their 60s and their 70s, it's like we're all, yes, we have our individual journey, but we're all sharing this collectively too. It's like we're all sharing this energy field that is the the human experience. And the predominant paradigm around that has been in astrology, the Piscean age of like the, the ego conquest and, and ego driven and thinking that you are this body and this personality and and your past and all that stuff. And now we're going to that place of recognizing yourself as, as spirit, as the divine, as an eternal infinite being. Right. And so it's like, we're, we're taking off that old cloak that was the ego getting to that next place that our truth. And the more that, uh, any generation is going through this process and healing these shadows and putting that authentic true heart-centered energy out into the world like that is creating the 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 compost for the soil that your son's generation is going to be able to plant seeds in and and have that new garden sprout up from you know to Mm. use nature as a beautiful analogy for that and and so as as men you know we especially for the millennial generation right and those who will be having children and you already did and I will at some point, but it's like, I'm taking the stance of, okay, I'm doing this work right now to literally through epigenetics, rewrite my genetic code so that when I do have offspring, it will not be passed on to them as we've had through the previous generations. Like, you know, I have a lot of themes in my, in my genetics. I can feel it. It's anger being probably number one, number two, scarcity and fear and survival mode. Like those are two huge themes in my life. And I've taken a very powerful stance in saying like my, my child will not have that. I will, I will take responsibility for this and, I, and I'm putting an end to this cycle and doing what it takes for that to happen. A, for the future generations and also for myself because I don't want to fucking live with that the rest of the time. Imagine, you know, you're, you're the rest of my 30s and the rest of my time on this planet, like getting to experience life without those weights, without those obstacles, without those uh, shadows playing out and, and making me see things in a certain way through negativity and through that fear and that scarcity. Like I've gone through a lot of shit to purge that. And that's why these podcasts and these containers, like especially the container that you and I are creating and, and other ones that are out there, it's like we we need to come together as men to allow this process to play out because we can't see our own bullshit. Like that's why they're called shadows. You can't see them most of the time. They're unconscious. So you, we really do need support in calling out 
these shadows because because we can't see them and brothers who respect you and love you to be like hey man like you're you're come you're going out of line with this thing or like you're you're out of integrity in this place and i and not from like a shameful place not from like a you know you're an asshole or like you're a bad person place but from a place of love like hey man maybe there's this thing that you can't see that i'm noticing and i'm sharing it with you because we're all in this journey together and we're all moving through this process and it that is like one of the most important medicines we can offer each other right now hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And it's like, it's from a standpoint of like, yeah, I got your back. Like I want, Mm -hmm. I want to see you evolve as, as I see myself evolve because the together, you know, we are creating this new paradigm and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, this, this work, and I want to make sure that the point gets across here is that this, Mm. this, this, this work that Sean and I are talking about the inner work, right. The most important work there is in my, in my opinion, is is probably the greatest thing that you can possibly do and it's also mm. doesn't have to be fucking complicated it doesn't mm. have to be um like a lot of times when this is something that i've been really like sitting with a lot lately is like specifically within the realm of personal development and stuff you know i think there's a hesitancy you know for some people to get started because there's just so much fucking information and then also yeah. when you're in it there's so much information and you're trying this process this tool this fucking thing this this research mm-hmm. it's like there's so much and we've lost we've lost the simplicity of like really looking at ourselves and being able to move through any situation and of course like there's times where it is fucking hard you know and it is challenging you know and there's there's situations where you know it gets quite intense but the process itself doesn't have to be over complicated and that we mm. can do this work together individually and it's uh yeah what's on the other side of it is more freedom is more more purpose more connection and, uh, you know, I think these are all things that we all desire in our lives, more mm-hmm. fulfillment and prosperity. And, you know, yeah. the more we let go of the, the old programs that have been conditioned into us, that have been instilled into us, the more we're breaking these cycles, the more free we not only get, but the, the generations before and our family and all of these things, we get, begin to see the healing taking place in real time. Yeah. And then the, the full manifestation of this is the planet elevating and, and the earth, which is a feminine being that desires us to really be nurturing ourselves as well as her to be able to, you know, be the stewards of this planet and to see it evolve into a higher state. Mm. Yeah, it's such a helpful thing to me to kind of zoom out of your own personal woes and things you have maybe going on in your life, challenges, obstacles, and to recognize like you're, you're part of this tapestry of, of the cosmos and, and you are an antenna that's anchoring energies onto this beautiful planet. You're, you, you are part of earth itself. And the more you do expand your awareness and come into the recognition of your, of your true nature, you recognize like, like you're a gardener and you're, and you're, we have to take care of this beautiful garden that is our home. That is, that is mother earth. And when you tap into her energy more, when you take space to come out of the chaos of your own mind and you put your feet on the, on the bare ground, your bare feet on the ground, I should say, and um, connect to her, it's like that, that's, that's everything, you know, that mm-hmm. is such a big part of what we're doing. And yes, it's our, our spiritual journey and evolution, but like she's part of that and she's evolving as her own 
consciousness and and we're all in that together so it's like you can start to recognize like wow the more that i do this inner work and the more that i love myself and the more that i put out good energy positive energy authentic energy it's not only affecting my planet this beautiful earth and it's giving her sustenance and what she needs to evolve and, and helping her to evolve but it's also a contribution a really beautiful contribution to the future generations, to the people around me, to my community, to my family. And it becomes much bigger than just you and your own little things in your life. You know, and I think when you connect to that, it takes you out of uh, the struggle a lot of the times. And it, it connects you to something much bigger and that purposeness starts to come in. I think men, a lot of the time, it's like you're searching for your purpose. Like, what's my purpose? Why am I here? And it gets so convoluted, like you said, in the in the matrix of the mind, the complications of the mind. But really, what if it's as simple, the gift of simplicity, as just being the best, most authentic version of you, opening your heart and giving the love that you have to the planet, to the people around you, to affecting people positively, to making an impact and inspiring others giving a helping hand for people that need it, giving a smile to people, like putting out a good energy when you walk out the door and and complimenting people and, you know, making them feel better about themselves. Like, what if that's your purpose? And, And what if everything comes from there? What if everything stems from you just coming to the simplicity of, I'm here to uplift the energies in humanity, on the planet, all around me, and you just doing that, guess what? Life's going to come start coming through you and it's going to start leading you onto your authentic path and finding ways that only you can do that. And instead of just seeking and looking for like, what's my vocation? What's the thing? It's like, what if you just started there and see where it took you? Because most, I, I, I believe that's always going to lead you to the path that you're meant to be on just from that simple intention. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think really catapult you and catalyze you into your creative genius. And what you just spoke to is really just the result of everything we talked about previously about the work that you do inside yourself, the the going through the mud and going through all of these things, sifting through the blockages and the barriers you've created for yourself that have mm-hmm. blocked you from accessing this authentic state, this wholeness that is already there within you. That is the result of this is that you become a more vibrant person in many ways. And that mm. that love that gets emanated out from you to others. You know, if you look at, you know, the a character um like Jesus, right? He's a great example. Like outside of the biblical text and like really just looking at Jesus and and him as he was existing in those times that he's preaching this idea of peace and love, but from a place of also having gone through probably one of the most difficult journeys possible mm-hmm. in order to get to that higher state of being and what he can yeah. do from those places is everything. Mm-hmm. And so that's the potential that we all have is that we can go through these challenges. We can sift through all of this to know on the other side is this waiting for us. And then we go back in. And then we come back out and then we mm-hmm. go, but we're riding the waves instead of going real high and real low. We're kind of mm-hmm. just starting to surf it and, and really learn how to work with life in these more uh, beautiful and flowing ways. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a, it's a process. It's a quest that, um, that we're all on, on together here. Yeah. And just 
going back to your reference with with Jesus, uh, a guy I have a lot of love for, not in a religious context, but just in a in a role model sort of way. Uh, I I was thinking of you know a lot of people are familiar with certain stories from the Bible, like maybe you went to church, maybe you just heard it in referenced at some point, but that that story of Jesus going out into the desert, right, and fasting for the 40 days or whatever. Did he actually do that? Who knows? These are all metaphors, right? Like true wisdom comes through metaphor, and the mind understands metaphor way way deeper than linear words, right? So to me, these texts like the Bible speak in metaphors because that's where the most wisdom is. That's where an ascended master or, or a guy like Yeshua could really speak in simplicity to people in a way they could understand instead of this like jargon and this like all these complicated words speaking in metaphors so the metaphor i'm thinking of here is like you go out into the desert and no food no water just you right no distractions but then all of a sudden the quote-unquote devil comes in to tempt you to try to get you to end the fast to get you to leave the desert and leave this initiation that you're that you're putting yourself through and that is describing the process of shadow work in a lot of ways right it's like you you make a powerful decision to not live the way that you've been living to make new choices to slow down to get to know yourself to get to really look at all the different aspects and that's what the vision quest does that's representative of going out in the desert like you're making that choice to do that and when you do the shadow you you now have space for the shadows that have not been able to be seen to come up and now you can actually look at them and it, and it's the distractions it's the parts of yourselves that might terrify you it's the fears and all trying to get you to go back to go back to the way things were to be comfortable to go back to the addictions of suffering and and you got used to that and you're addic- you're used to the the hormones of stress and and the chemicals of of uh you know adrenaline and neuroepinephrine like the stress hormones that's what's known and familiar and so like these things come up and what did what did Jesus do he just smiles at them and he's like you know I'm I know who I know why I'm here and I'm and I'm sticking with this I'm committing to this and I'm sure there was times he came really close to not doing that just like we all do, but it's this process of like creating space to see these parts of you that have been creating the struggle, that have been, yeah, creating the inner chaos and the, and the the darkness, the judgments. Like you can now see all of these things in front of you where you couldn't before, and and I and I just love that that metaphor came through because it's so prevalent to kind of everything that we're talking about right now. Hmm. Yeah, and and I also want to note that anybody that's like listening to this right now that feels inspired, like, okay, like, yeah, this all sounds good, but like, what the fuck do I do? Like, I'm in this spot right now. I'm I'm like not feeling myself. Like, I'm I'm going through these things, and I don't really know how to navigate this. I really wanted just to bring in a quick somatic process that I like to use, which I mentioned a little earlier that I would kind of talk about, and this is just a simple. Um, step-by-step process that you can implement into your life literally right now in this moment. You can you can press pause on this podcast if you wanted to and really implement this immediately. And so really what it comes down to is 
you know, tuning in first all with the, with the body, when we tune in with the body, the body is the barometer of truth. The body is going to help us distinguish where we're holding on to things. It's going to show us exactly where we need to go and what we need to release. So, you know, if you want to, uh, you know, and just guiding you through this process, just like taking a moment to, to close your eyes, to go within yourself and you can mark the timestamp of this recording so you can go back and do this, but literally just closing your eyes and identifying where it is in your body that you're feeling this certain thing, whether it's doubt, fear, worry, lack, shame, guilt, anger, whatever that emotion is, whatever that charge is within you, where is it manifesting in your body? And just feel in your body where that is. You can just take that moment to take a few breaths and breathe into it. And then once you've done that and you've identified where it is, perhaps it's in your belly, you go to that place and you you keep going deeper into that discomfort. A lot of times we want to run and we want to kind of hide from whatever we're feeling. It's easy to escape it. But the point about this work is that we go into it. And so we feel the discomfort of it. What does that discomfort feel like? Does it feel like you're getting stabbed? Does it feel like certain sensations? What is what is the true sensation that is behind all of the discomfort? What is What do you feel in that area of your body? And then the next step is once you feel it, keep breathing into it, continue to go into that, and then you ask it one simple question. You address it as it would be a person, a character, fear, doubt, shame, What is the message that you have for me right now? Asking it, that question, and just listening. You might not get a full answer right away. It's often very subtle, but you're addressing it. You're, you're coming face to face with it. And it's, that's what it wants. The more we resist it and run from it, the more resistance and tightness and tension we feel within ourselves. And so what message do you have for me? Feel into it. Listen, breathe. And then go into the next part. What is the gift here for me? What do I have What outside of the message? What is the gift in this? Listen, observe, breathe. And you keep going deeper into this process. And then from there, reclaim your power. You know, you can state a mantra and affirm, whatever it is, like feeling like I am powerful in this moment, that I have the power. I am the creator of my life. I have created this to wake me up to who I truly am. That is where we take our power back. And then the last part is is where we express gratitude towards it. We express our thanks. We express our gratitude for experiencing this, for creating this, because we did create this for us to wake up. And so it's that expression of gratitude which really transmutes it. And now you might experience this time and time again. I've had to do this around money. This is a good example and and something that I'm not going to go deep into, but that exact process I've done around money so many times. Okay. I feel the worry. I'm, I'm feeling this aspect where I'm, I'm constricting. Where is it? It's in my solar plexus. Okay. What does it feel like? It feels like a dark black hole. Okay. Dark black hole. What does this message have for me? What is this worry, this, this feelings of lack have for me? Okay. Mm. Feel it. Listen. Okay. Got it received. And over time, this sort of black density, this black hole that I can really is all I can describe is, is like gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. 
Mm-hmm. And it might, it might happen in an instant. It might happen. It might take some time, but the more you do that, the more you're, you're empowering yourself and you're recognizing and expressing the appreciation for the shadow and for what it has to teach you and what it has to offer you. And that is the process that I take everybody through, including myself. And it fucking works every time. So there you Can go. Can I ask something real quick? That. Please. So just t- touching on just a little piece of that, and I'm just curious, and maybe people listening might want to hear, but when you asked that fear around money, what it was there to show you, would you mind sharing what that part of you shared around that? Because I think that's something a lot of people can relate to that might be really useful. Yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up and, and asking that. Yeah, so really there's been many messages um, that have come through around around the money thing. Mm. You know, one I, has one of the biggest ones and in a really a recent revelation that I've really discovered and unveiled has been this idea of giving so much of my power away to it Yes. where I'm placing it as sort of like on this pedestal mm-hmm. where I've I've kind of lost touch with that part of myself that wants to be a full service that mm-hmm. wants to just be as I am in my authentic state and allow me being in that authentic state and allow whatever gifts come from that. Perhaps it's money, but mm-hmm. instead I've reversed that and I've placed so much power into the money where it's like, what can I do to create or generate money? But that's the wrong question. Everything mm-hmm. comes down to questions, right? And yeah. so I've learned through this process of fear is that I'm just giving way too much of my energy and my power away to it, which then creates these cycles of, of worry and doubt and lack and all of that. So it's been a, it's been a wild process, but that's been really the main uh, thing that has come out of that. Yeah. I love that. Thanks for that. And thanks for that, that process. I love like these, these practical tools that we can take away and actually use. And those that's a process that I use for myself that has been just infinitely helpful. And and one thing I just want to speak to on that process, you know, as men, we have this uh, kind of conditioning around, oh, I need, okay, there's something wrong. I need to fix it. I need to go fix it, right? Like there's something broken with me, something wrong with me. I need to go fix that. So I'm going to go to a therapist. I'm going to take medications. I'm going to do this thing, that thing. And I just want to invite in the possibility of what if there's nothing to actually fix? What if you are just pure awareness itself? And what if the things that you think need to be fixed just actually need to be seen with fresh eyes by you? What if those things just need the love from you to then become integrated and then they're no longer seen as things to be fixed? They're no longer perceived as a problem right? Because it's like you perceive you have a problem, it keeps you spinning in the rat race on the hamster wheel, because the mind is creating, creating the problem, the, per, the perception of a problem that it thinks it has. And then it's trying to find the solution to it. And it can't. And I think a lot of men get caught in that cycle of like outward masculine, I need to go fix this, I need to go slay the dragon. But actually, what if it's the feminine? What if it's the feminine energy that's needed to fix this? What if it's an imbalance between your masculine and feminine energies? And the feminine is trying to come into your life and soften you and say, hey, feel. Receive and feel and relax and let go. And that's the thing that's going to, quote unquote, fix or solve any issue you think you have. Because when it can be seen for what it is, all of a sudden that dissolves 
and you return to your authentic nature. And then that's where the ideas come from. That's where the creativity comes from. That's where the mm. guidance all comes from. Your intuition is the feminine. And what if that's the thing that's trying to awaken the most in men right now because there's such an imbalance between those energies for a lot of men right now? Mm. Yeah, powerful stuff, man. Yeah, and, and I feel like the analogy that I, I like that I resonate with the most is really just like, Hey, we're all suns here. We all have a very powerful radiant light. It's just that mm. clouds have gotten in the way and it's just kind of like just allowing the clouds to part. And it's through these processes that we share that we allow the clouds to part and the sun begins to shine. And, you know, I think what you said about the fixing thing, you know, the whole thing, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, but like, you know, the personal development industry is a billion plus dollar industry for a reason. And most of the, the things, the narratives being perpetuated are all about, you know, you are broken and need fixing. So people come up with books and fucking solutions and all these things that really oftentimes exacerbate the problem and really a true, uh, system tool, whatever it is, will point you back to yourself, will empower mm -hmm. you to take back your power. And I think, you know, what we shared today is the intention behind all of this and everything that Sean and I do together and something that, you know, I think, um, you know, really our work and why we're here doing what we do, supporting men in this way is to create more, brotherhood and community of men that are, that are fully healing and expanding themselves because it's through the power of us individually and collectively together that we really create this new paradigm. And it's not that far off. It's just a matter of stepping into this. And so mm -hmm. the invitation goes out right now and what I want to put out there and you can add to this brother, but like, you know, we we're talking about earlier about our man to man program, our, our coaching program that we're excited to launch on September 17th. And there will be more versions. If you listen to this two years in the future, you know, perhaps there will be more evolved versions of this program, but you know, the excitement for me is really coming into a group space and know that like, Hey, Sean and I are the guides here. We've been doing this work, but our work is not over. Our work continues. And so we're both students and teachers of this process. And so when men come together, when any groups come together, we're mirrors for each other. So whatever you're going through, whatever you're experiencing right now, you know, there's a mirror for us to be able to see that and then also hold you in that space and other people to do the same. And so really, if you're at this point, you're at this sort of crossroads, this pinnacle, this apex of your life, and you're like, hey, like things got to change. I'm ready to make a shift. Um, you know, I'm going to take this path, this higher road back to who I am and my power and my purpose and really reclaim all of that. Then this is really the, this is the invitation for you to come into this space. And, and this is the types of people we want to come in and join us in this space. So if you're a man out there and you're tuning into this and this conversation resonated with you and you're ready to fucking go, go in. If you're ready to go in, then this is the time for you and we're excited to have you. And if I don't know if you want to add anything to that. I do. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times you hear kind of salesy type stuff, right? Like act now, don't wait, join now. And it, that's never felt good for me. Like when I hear about programs or things that are going on. But what is here for me right now is this sense of urgency 
this this sense of don't wait, don't hesitate, because we're at a really pivotal point uh, in humanity on the planet. And the more that we are resisting these types of spaces or this work or uh, leaving behind the old and stepping into something completely new, going into the unknown, um, the more that our world stays the same and the more that these systems of oppression stay in place and the more suffering we're going to see. So it's like there is this this sense of urgency. It's like, let's let's go. Let's do this now. And there's no mistake. And the universe does not make mistakes. It's no accident, right? If you're listening to this or if you've tuned into any of the things Christopher and I have done, any of our content we've created, it's like we're, we're here for this right now. You're, you're hearing this right now for a reason. There's a part of you that maybe is calling you to say yes. And whether that's through our space, through any space, just get yourself that. Get yourself the support that you need. And there's no, you don't need to suffer alone anymore. You don't need to pretend and, and try to figure it out on your own. Like we're evolving beyond that. We're all part of this this unfolding of, of evolution right now. And we're meant to help each other through that process. And that's what this space is all about. And if we can find men who are a full yes to combine their energies and come into a place like this, what we're going to create is beyond words. The, the ripple effect that's going to happen to our communities, to our families, to every, people we know, to our world in general it's just going to be so profound and so impactful. We can't, we can't even speak words to it. For all those men to come together, for 16 of us to come together and open our hearts and do that work together, think of what that could bring into your life. Think of the doors that that could open. Think of how that's going to affect people around you when you show up as who you, who you were always meant to be. and Someone with a heart open, someone non-judgmental, someone who's willing to stand in the fires, who has the courage to do that. It's just, there's so much potential that's trying to unfold through this. And so if any of that speaks to you, I, I would say at least have a conversation with us, at least consider joining something like this because more than likely it's your time and there's a part of you that's trying to signal that. And I've had that many times and it's led me to this place I'm in now and it's been the biggest shift in my life. And I know, Christopher, it's the same for you. So I just want to add that piece in there because it's it feels really important. And it feels like the time is now and like we can't really wait anymore. 100%. 100%. Yep. And so anybody that wants to join, wants to learn more about this, you can go to masculinemastery.co slash man to man, masculine mastery masculinemastery.co slash man-to-man. You can learn more there. Um, you can click the apply button and you can apply to to join us for this epic journey that's ahead. So again, if you have any questions, you need any help, you can reach out to us both, both personally. Um, all links are in the show notes. You can find us on Instagram, Christopher underscore August. Um, and then you can search Sean Graves and find him. And you know any questions that you have for either of us, we're happy to, to, to drop in and answer. So with that being said, you know, really excited for all of the, 
magic and beauty that's ahead and for really the potential that we all have together as men banding together in brotherhood and, and fully coming into community to evolve this planet, expand ourselves and step into that next level of leadership. Yes, sir. Lots of love to everyone out there. Thanks for, for tuning in. You could be anywhere doing anything and thanks for listening to us. Appreciate it.